Welcome, everyone. We're about to begin. Be'ezus Hashem, BPJ, number 67. <clears throat> That's by Spadimi. Join Shear Shear number 67. So before I start this Shear, um, if people get triggered, I'm going to speak a little more, a lot more direct, more explicit. And so if it's triggering or it's not the right time of the month, then please put it aside until, you know, you're in that kufa or in that period where it's not an issue. Um, this is a share that I would not give on the main groups. I don't think I would. Maybe something will change and I would. Only on the Panimi groups. Um, but um, it is extremely important. The idea of the physical intimate act is described in the Torah as the, uh, a das. Vayeda Odam Hava Ishtoi. He knew his wife. It's a deep bond to connect. The Shirish of Ayeda Adam Eschava, Adam knowing his wife, the Shirish and the Tachlis of it is, Leida Es Hashem, to know HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and to connect with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The idea that the Baal Shem Tev, we mentioned this a few times, in the Tzavah Sarivash, um, which is the second Hasidish Sefer that came out, one of the real difficult concepts there that people had trouble absorbing and felt that it was wrong, although it's based on the Zayar in many places, that the sexual intimacy between a husband and wife is exactly like Shemayna Esrei. And that people found to be too hard for the mind to wrap around because we have the wrong Hashkafa in what sexuality is and what Zivig is because we've been corrupted by the Chet Eitzadas, the Taiva coming in, in the inappropriate ways, and the culture outside. But it is, in essence, the same thing. The idea of connecting with one's wife, one's husband, sexually, is a pathway to connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Das is used. Das is used. A longing is connected to dust, a yearning. There's a yearning to search for Kaddish Baruch Hu. And in this world, it's manifested, the manifestation of it is the husband longing for his wife and the wife longing for her husband. The Tanya and Paragimel at the end talks about das, knowledge. And the Mida of Das in the Spheres, you have Chachmabina and Das, although sometimes Das is not mentioned, Keser is mentioned instead of Das, and they interplace each other. But this is what the Tanya says. Das is from the expression of Adam Yoda And it's a Lushan of connecting, and joining. That you are connect your mind with a complete strong tie, with strength, with the greatness of the Ein And he's not Messiah Das from it. That's the meat of Das. It's, it's internalizing the awareness of Akadish Baruch Hu. There's a longing and there's a, a, a desire to connect fully. 
the way that's manifested in this world is the physical sexual intimacy between a husband and a wife that, of course, we know, as we're going to explain, is not just physical. And you see that only Hashem, we all have a emptiness inside us, a hole inside us, a void inside us. And many Mepharshim talk about that void, and it's very simple. It's because that our bodies are finite, we live in a finite world, but Hashem put in us a soul that's infinite, that has nitzchias to it. So Mamela, we yearn for something beyond ourselves, and that creates a certain void or a longing. And that longing is manifested in a healthy way between a husband and a wife and a wife to a husband that also manifests itself in a physical desire for one another. And that's why it says when a Ish and Ish are together, the Shechina is with them. The Shechina is with, with them because it's the same thing. Sexuality and Ashuras Shechina is supposed to be synonymous. It's supposed to be the same thing. People don't look at it that way. But that is what we talked about so many times, that the actual concept of sexual attraction is not a sin. It's not meant to be eradicated from a human being because Hashem created that sexual attraction, nature, both in the men and in the women, for each other. And a deep need to be known, a deep need to be loved, Vulnerability is part of sexuality. Just like vulnerability is part of a relationship with Hashem. Because what you're doing is, is if you have a real relationship with Hashem, you talk to Him. You talk to Him and you speak your heart out to Him like the Chafetz Chaim and many tzaddikim did about the most, every part of their life in every situation. Rabbi Wallerstein had a Yisoyed he must have talked to G'dayla Yisrael about it. You know, there is an Indian, and you have to be careful, you're not supposed to be matiach, dvarim klapi mali, you have to be careful not to be chutzpadik, um, or not to be, uh, say things without thought, but the idea of talking to Hashem and saying, I feel angry or upset at you, if that's how you really feel, is an honesty if you're saying it because you want to develop a connection with him, say, I don't want to be upset, but I am, and I want to understand you. How, that is an etzim connection to Hashem that will bring healing. We are not animals. Animals, when they have sexual intercourse, it's totally physical. There's no real emotional component to it. There's no spiritual component to it. Even when you have certain species that uh, you see that they're loyal and they, then they love each other in a certain sense, you know, like they stick to their own mate and so on, but the physical intimacy is a physical act there. Almost all animals, like you see from Chazal, it's, it's, it's entry of it is rear. It's not face-to-face because it's not meant to as a form of connection. It's simply biological while by human beings, it's a lot more than that. It's emotional and it's spiritual. And though we can't know Hashem, His essence, we long to connect with Him. That is vulnerability, 
and that is trust. And the sexual connection between a husband and wife is meant for that, to express vulnerability and trust in a healthy way. We're missing the picture if we view sexuality as just being physical. As a deep tachlis, but it's also meant to be physical as a manifestation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's chesed to us. Now in the letters, we have marriage letters that we posted Sunday that talks about how Hashem wants, He wants them both to experience a husband and wife sexual pleasure for one another. There's no question that He does. It's one of the benefits that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created for married life that he wants them to enjoy and bond and connect. But as we said, the Iker Kavana of Hashem, where Hashem wanted more that the pleasure should be manifested, is specifically for women. That is the reason why the cloiteris is, in the woman, is the only organ or the only a part of the anatomy of a human being that's there only for pleasure, only to experience sexual pleasure. Hashem put it there. Man doesn't have it. A man, his aver, has different functionalities. But the cloiteris of a woman is there, Hashem put it there, only for her to experience pleasure, and Hashem wants that. This, by the way, will take away all that, the you know, when the, the non-Jews and even the Jews fall into that trap of making these crude sexual jokes and demean the whole thing by using, making fun of parts of anatomy and, and, and all these things that you see, unfortunately, in the, in the outside world that seeps into our culture, where people actually joke around and make fun and make light of these things, the way to counteract it is to recognize that Hashem is the one who created this. He created our eyes and our nose, and He created our minds, and He created our heart that pumps blood that gives to all the organs, created our stomach, digestive system, reproductive system. He created the cloiteris in the woman for her to experience pleasure. It's the Bayre Oilam that put that in women. And that's something to be makir. And that's why Hashem says that the Iker Mitzvah's Aina is for the, Iker is for the, for the woman. Yes, it's true, and we mentioned it, that Midrabanon and on a Menschlichkeit level and in a healthy marriage, you definitely need it to be a two-way street where the wife reciprocates and wants to please her husband sexually as well. But the tafket of it is for the woman. And Hashem wanted it to be face-to-face, panim al panim. And I'm not going to get into this now, but the anatomy, the way it works, and the way the cloiteris is positioned, it's clear that one needs to be face-to-face. Or that's how it was designed, how Hashem designed it. And Hashem designed it for whatever reason, that for a man, intercourse alone the actual physical sexual intercourse alone and the release of the zera and all of that creates, he feels a lot of pleasure, 
why by, by a woman it's not necessarily always the case. Intercourse alone is not necessarily always pleasurable for a woman. Sometimes manual stimulation, stimulation before creates even more pleasure. Sometimes um, the, 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 the main orgasms that women experience is from manual stimulation and foreplay, not from the intercourse. And even if there's orgasm during intercourse, it's only because of the foreplay beforehand to get to that point. And Hashem made this on purpose. Because what Hashem wanted men to do, they wanted to have, to give to their wives, to experience, that they should experience pleasure, and that the men should also experience pleasure, but that the men have to pay attention to their wives, to delay their gratification as best as they could, and focus on their wives, and in a way that does not give them the direct pleasure at the moment, which means in simple English, they have to slow down. They have to slow down and give that attention to their wives. And ultimately, by doing that, they both experience pleasure in a tremendous, profound way. And men don't understand this often. They think that they are losing out by holding off and they're enjoying it less. If it would be a purely physical act like animals, maybe that's so. But Hashem created in a man that he will experience a sexual pleasure from his giving to his wife, from enjoying the fact that he's able to give and the woman, his wife, is enjoying it. Which shows on the woman's perspective, the problem often happens is because they feel a certain guilt or a certain thing they don't allow themselves to feel. They need to concentrate on their feeling. They need to be a macabre, meaning they need to be, the word is not selfish, because it's not, it's not selfish. The, the, but, but when a woman is makir, this is what Hashem wants. Hashem wants you to experience pleasure from your husband. He wants that. He wants that. And your makabal that, that increases uh, uh, the woman's pleasure in the sexuality. That's when it's easier to have orgasms because, because uh, pretty much psychologically, orgasm is really a loss of control. You have to let go. And women are the most vulnerable in that state. So it's very hard for a woman where she does control things in her life and over here is something that she's totally giving of herself with not controlling it. And that's very scary for many women because it's very, very vulnerable. But that's what Hashem wants. It's, it's healthy for them. It's healthy for their husbands. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants this to be. He wants the wives to experience this and he wants the men to give it to their wives. It means you matter to me. It means I'm wanted. I'm desired. Now, men often need to do this physical act in order to feel that love. Women need to feel that love in order to do the physical act. That's pretty much the two opposites over here where they need to coordinate with one another.
So the idea is, is that the sexual aspects, the pleasure aspects, is not a weakness, it's a strength. But what men need to be careful, because physically, generally, they're stronger, and they have this innate nature in them to dominate, they have to be careful not to do so, and to allow themselves to be vulnerable, and to use his sexuality with his wife in a healthy way, which means he needs to lower it somewhat. He needs to bring it down a notch somewhat. And he needs to let go of the focus of his own pleasure and focus attention to his wife and her pleasure. And then he will experience true pleasure, ultimately. And that is a very important aside. If he focuses on his wife and he subdues somewhat of his nature to be more giving to her, then even though ultimately in the beginning it seems he's not enjoying it as much, but he will, you will see over time how it will be tremendously fulfilling. It fills your body and your soul both when you're doing this because this is Hashem's intent to do for you to do. And that's very important. The idea being, again, this is a little more, it's a little different than the shirim I gave so far. But this is extremely important. And it's something to know. And this is where people make the mistake and they think that if Hashem is in the picture, so that means you have more awe and moira, and normally that diminishes pleasure. It diminishes the 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 simcha, the the joy, because you know ayin roya, Hashem is watching you. But again, like we said many times from the Rabbi Yoyne and Brachis, with human beings it works that way. Yes, that when a person loves somebody, the awe or the fear diminishes, goes down. When you're afraid of somebody or have awe for somebody, you don't feel the same love. They're opposites generally in human beings. Not always, but many of the times. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not that way. You could have awe of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and the Ahava for him intensifies. You could have the Ahava for him, and the awe of him intensifies. They go hand in hand, which is again, on a human level, it's usually opposites, but with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, they both grow the same time. Which means is, is if you're doing the Ratzon Hashem and you have Yerushalayim, that Yerushalayim will not suppress you sexually. Because Hashem wants it to be. Hashem is saying, give, give freely. And he's telling the woman in the true relationship, let your husband give you pleasure. Allow him to do so. Let him touch you where you want to be touched. Allow yourself to experience pleasure. This is not, uh, uh, um, uh, it becomes, that is a mitzvah. That becomes a mitzvah. Just like there's more enjoyable mitzvahs, and there's less enjoyable mitzvahs, at least for the physical body, is what I'm saying. Right? Purim is more physically exciting than a tainus tzibur is. Or tishabav. Right? Simchas is more pleasant to a person in the shul, very often, 
physically and in the mood, in the mode, than Tishapov. Hashem wants you to serve him and all zmanim. And in this man, in this man of Oina, he wants that pleasure to be there with a simcha in the right way. Brochen